and welcome back to JJ Love, where you can find two anthropomorphized rubber duckies doing their absolute best to write a story, where they write story with your prompts and fit fiction, and we do that. And this is JJ Love. This is JJ Love. Got in one. Got in one. Welcome to JJ Love. So are we doing one of those um one of those cold opens? Yeah, I guess so. Cold open sounds pretty good to me. I'm down with cold opens. I'm down with cold opens. Anyway, that was our cold open. Hey everyone, welcome back to JJ Love, welcome. the podcast where we write some stuff. Yeah, I'm James, yeah. and this is Josh. Josh, introduce ourselves. Hi, 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 hi. I'm Gay. And uh, that's this is Jamie. Uh huh. And I'm Josh. Okay, now from my perspective, you just got really quiet when you were introducing yourself. So I hope you're not editing anything in. I wasn't. Like, no, I, I don't. I wasn't planning on it. But you I know can what? Now. I Should think I? actually being quiet for like two seconds was worse. Good job. Was it really? Yes. Oh well. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll edit something in in post. Hey, you guys, tweet at me whatever I said. Don't. I know what it is. <laughs> oh no. I don't know. I don't know what it is right now, but I will in the future. Future me knows. Future so, me has power over past me. Oh, jeez. Wait, no? No, that's not how it works. It doesn't edit. No, that software. is how it works with the power of editing. With the power of editing, future me has power over past me. Ooh, that's scary. Yeah, it's like time control, but bad. I mean, backwards, too. Mm-hmm. So this is our creative writing podcast where we do things where we write. Basically, we take two characters from horrible um, everything, because everything else aside from our writing is bad, and then mm-hmm. we shove them into a world that we don't decide, and then we do decide, but we didn't create. And then we create it. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. doing a very good job explaining this, I- I'm realizing. It's it's a very um, experience-based experience-based event you need to experience it in order to understand well it. let's start and we haven't experienced it yet yeah let's just do it hi yeah. welcome to the podcast where i say a character he says a character and then we do it and then i'll do a hmm. countdown do you have a character ready hmm. do you have a character do in, i have a character yeah oh do i have a character i'm worried now oh do i have a character i'm starting to think that you don't have a character oh Josh, do I have a character? Do you not have a character? I've got a character. I've got a character. Okay, go. All right. Three, two, one Eminem. SpongeBob. What? Eminem? Eminem? Mm hmm. I picked SpongeBob. Yeah. It works. So we have to try again because we picked the same character. No, you picked SpongeBob and I picked mm-hmm. an Eminem. Should, M&M. should it be the green one or the blue one or the red one or the yellow one? The yellow one's a peanut M&M. I like the yellow one because SpongeBob is yellow. Because he's doofy. He talks like that. And also he's peanut flavored. Yeah, but I kind of want to talk like the weird, the sarcastic... Re- you know, I realize all of my characters are that one, but I don't really want to do the doofy voice. Well, I think you have to. Or you could voice SpongeBob. <laughs> I can't do that. I'll do the doofy voice. Oh, no- hey, I'm the doofy M&M. Yeah. Nah, I'm SpongeBob, huh? Oh, 
Oh, hey, SpongeBob, what are you doing here on land? I thought you couldn't I'm live here. I'm here to make Krabby Patties and eat you whole. What? That's what sea sponges do. They eat M&M's. You um, fit perfectly I, into our weird sponge holes. I need to go. I need Slurp. to go back. I need to go back to work. That's a as bad my... imagery, huh? Yeah, pretty bad. <laughs> so, um, what's the prompt, Josh? Give us a prompt. I don't have one. Do you have one? What do you mean you don't? Okay, I've got one. Yeah, I had a feeling. Um, what? Hey, I had a feeling. Um, um, no, I was lying. I don't have one. All right. <clears throat> I haven't. I don't know what this one says at all. But, I mean, I don't know what this is. It just says Christmas gone awry. So that sounds pretty cool. Because they're, they're, cause the M&Ms are famous for their Christmas commercials. Yeah. You've invited all of your family members to celebrate Christmas at your house. Unfortunately, they all decline with different excuses, which seems highly unusual as you normally spend the holidays together. On Christmas Day, you decide to drop off the gifts at all their houses. When you arrive at the first house, though, you see them dot, dot, dot. I'm going to say all together because that yeah. is where it's leading. Mm-hmm. My, what's interesting though is what did all what was each of the other M and M's excuses to not go to the yellow M and M's party? I we do have to do a ship name. This is part of our problem thing that we do. Is what we we want to be horrible. No, no, I remembered ship name. Yeah, I know you remembered, but you chose to ignore it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, Jamie. You don't want to ship the yellow M and M and also SpongeBob. <sighs> Fine. How about yellow SpongeBob? There, we got it. Or or is it M&M Squarepants? No, that's bad. N- no, that was actually worse somehow. <laughs> Spem&M. M&M Bob. M&M Bob. Let's go with M&M Bob. <laughs> I think it has to be M&M Bob. I think it has to be M&M Bob. <laughs> no Squarepants, just M&M Bob. Yeah, because if we say anything else, any of those other things you said, copyright. we go to jail. We go to, we go to jail for copyright infringement. Mm-hmm. So who's just Yes, mm-hmm. no 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 jokes. Just story. Who just why story. why are the M and M's declining the yellow M and M considering he's well, not the, the green asshole M M. The the, the, the green one is. one is um an international spy, clearly. So she's like I'm she sorry like I'm sorry, Mr. Yellow M M, but do they have names? I don't think so. I have ice in my mouth. God, they're like iconic characters, and you don't even know what to call them. Aside from the red M&M, I guess that's her name. I'm sorry, Mr. The Yellow M&M, but I won't be able to come to your um, Christmas celebration because I'm going to be doing an assassination in a different country for a week, and I won't be able to visit, and I won't be able to exchange gifts. Goodbye. I want to know if they have names. Google it. We have, like, the entire internet at yeah, our we disposal. Yeah, ha- we do have the entire internet. Us. Yeah. So, okay, so yeah, they, they, their names are Red, Yellow, Blue, Green, Crispy, and Mrs. Brown. Mm. Guess which one's pris- Crispy? Orange. The... What? Orange's name is Crispy. Green's name is Green. Blue name is Blue. Yellow's name is Yellow. Red's name is Red. And Mrs. Brown's name is... Brown's name is Mrs. Brown. I didn't know they had a brown M&M. I did. It starts... It... So each of them are their own flavor. Green is dark chocolate mint and peanut butter. Oh. Crispy's... Wait, mint and peanut butter? I don't think they're all the same. I think green represents all of those different things. 
Okay. Blue is almond, which I didn't know they had almond M&Ms. Brown is dark chocolate, milk chocolate. Orange is pretzel, originally just called crispy um, type chocolate. And uh, green is dark chocolate, mint, and peanut butter. Blue is almond. Yellow is peanut. And red is also milk chocolate, also peanut butter, and also crispy. Huh. I'm not, it wasn't me, it was my alter ego, Bucci Flagrante. Oh my god. I mean, Crispy, the orange M&M. I guess my thought is, do they have serious problems with identity theft with all their, like, twins or whatever? Or their sort of twins? Like, they look the same on the outside, but one of them's got pretzel inside. How would you know that? Are they lumpy like the, um, peanut M&Ms? Because, like, between a peanut M&M and, like, a chocolate M&M, you can tell that they're different. But like Annie, like the ones like, that, like uh, is crispy like th- okay. So you were telling me about this restaurant called Annie Annie's before the Annie podcast. Annie's. I don't oh know anything God. about Annie Annie's, but I you said that they're a pretzel shop. So I imagine yeah. everything they sell is just like small pr- crispy pretzels. Uh, they've got actual like normal pretzels. What's big? normal pretzels? Normal pretzels, big. That's just well, take a wild guess, Josh. What's a normal pretzel? The small little. Hard pretzels you get covered in salt. No, Bags it's a normal pretzel. It's like a normal big pretzel. What, you mean soft pretzels? Yes, a soft pretzel. They sell soft pretzels. Yeah. They sell the they weaker don't... pretzels. No, the better pretzels. I didn't say I didn't say they weren't better. I said the weaker ones. Oh, yeah, physically weaker? Yeah. Physically, mentally, emotionally weaker pretzels. No, because you say... Soft the pretzels lesser are of the dumber pretzels. than hard pretzels, and hard pretzels are like something only sports fans eat. And if you like sports, you're dumb. You know, what, you want to know a horrible fact I learned? Sure. People eat pretzels dipped in mustard. Mmm. Just mustard. Hey, to any of our fans out there that like pretzels dipped in mustard. Mm-hmm. You, what Please are you tweet say? at us explaining why. I. Do you want to know? Do you want a detailed description of? Mm, I love the hor- the nice tangy flavor that goes with the horrible salted sticks that I shove into my mouth. I just hate mustard, honestly. You don't like mustard? No, I don't like mustard. I don't like mustard. I don't like. I no, I just don't. Like I know mustard. why. I know why they didn't invite um, yellow peanut. Why yellow peanut M M&M. and M? Because he's not peanut flavored anymore. He's mustard flavored, and everyone <laughs> got really uncomfortable by this change of like identity he went through. He's like. You know what? I don't think I'm a good peanut M&M. I'd be a great mustard-flavored M&M. And, and all around the country, they were, everyone is buying M&Ms, and they're like, Oh, God! Oh, I actually need a yellow one! Oh, it's mustard-flavored! Oh, God! Oh, so, God. wait, like, if you ate a mustard M&M, and then he's like, hmm, You know what? All of me are mustard-flavored now. The peanut Does M&Ms? that mean, yeah. like, every yellow M&M in the world at that moment just switches to mustard flavor. Yeah, yeah, and, but nobody knows because they're still in that weird yellow packaging and you're like, oh, look, it's peanut M&M's. I want peanut M&M's. But, like, imagine somebody shoving a handful of peanut M&M's and the second he goes, I'm mustard now. So It this, just goes... So this is less of, um, really, like, they aren't humanoid, or how do I put this? They aren't mortals. These M&M's are the gods of other M&M's. They define what others. They're the canon like. universe. Although other ones are just like fan fiction. That's a good. Like point. you get fan fiction M and M's, and they're all just you know copies. I mean, it's basically just normal M M&M and M with a different color. They're the master copy. Everything else is copying off them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like this is my M M&M and M OC Shadow the M M&M. and M. Mm-hmm. 
Shadow the Eminem hog? Yeah. Here's my hey. This is my Eminem OC. Eminem Marshall Matters. He's also goes by Slim Shady sometimes. Well, can't get better than that joke. Let's move on. Yep. Um. (laughs) Um. Asshole. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Jesus. Um. Let's see. What is it? What is it? The other excuses. So green is an international spy. We think. Mm -hmm. What's red's excuse? Because red and yellow are like best friends. I mean, are they every in all the commercials I see? I just see them getting really mad. I yeah, see we bicker, get... but we're still best friends. Whatever you tell yourself, it's more like fuck buddies. I'm sorry. I I, uh... I mean, you're not wrong, but you don't have to tell everyone. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you all. You didn't need to know about our personal life. M and M's are an aphrodisiac. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still on the Wikipedia page, and those were as the, I, it isn't relevant to the last words I said. I just saw for the 2008 Valentine's Day season, Mars introduced all green bags of M and M's. This was due to the uncommon urban folklore that says green M and M's are an aphrodisiac. Mm, they were brought that's back. Creepy. They were brought M&M, back from the M&M 2009 alongside Miss Green heats up Valentine's Day contest. Wow, that's. Disgusting. You want to know the you want to know something worse? Yeah. I learned that green pe- that pe- green people that people actually want to fuck green M M&M. and M. I didn't say it was good. Well, I'm also looking at a history of all the M and M's and how long they've been around. Brown, yellow, and green have always been around, but there was a period in the 70s to like 1980, like four, where red M and M didn't exist anymore. God, what happened to him? He died, and Orange took his place. Oh, that's terrifying. And then Orange continued to exist after it. Apparently, Violet Eminem existed for a while. What? That then, sounds like the best Eminem. Yeah, it only existed in the years 1940 to, like, 1948. Oh, and, God. Th- that sounds like the olden days when they were like, if you eat the pink Eminem, your child becomes gay. You're a gay child. And so after that one, they immediately replaced it with Tan. <laughs> Tan Eminem. I, no offense, but not, yuck. Not white Eminem. Tan. I'm looking at it. It's like, you know, you know how like, you know, like when when we white people are like, you know what it's time to do? It's time. It's time to make our house as neutral as possible, and then my entire life should be like as pleasing to the eye as possible, and so they make everything beige, and it just, like, you walk into the house, and it feels like death. It feels like you walked into uh, Sepia Tone, the filter. It feels like you've walked into a morgue without all the corpses, and also it's not a morgue, it's just weird. It's just, like, it's what, I'm, it's what I imagine Purgatory feels like. You walk into yeah. Purgatory and everything, like, and I always see Purgatory as, like, it's a dark realm within which people exist. No, I imagine it's just kind of, like, Everything's beige. It's just like an ugly beige. Everything's neutral and boring, you know? Mm. Like, maybe it's like a big art place and all the art's kind of mediocre. All the, like, all, it's not bad. All the art like... is like that weird contemporary, like, modern art. Like, it's okay if you look at it the right way, but, mm. I mean, listen, let's just be honest. Is... You walk in, it's a giant brown dot on a white piece of paper in a brown frame. Yeah, yeah, it's all that same color, and like, man, you... Would love to see a blue or a red in this place. Right, you feel you feel really bad because you just like you feel really bad because you look at 
you look down, you're in, in like a brown. You're not even like in brown, in cool brown clothes. You're in like, you're in a like, a white button up and khakis. Mm-hmm. All style has died from you. Yeah. Listen, I mean, let's be honest. As much as I like the, I, I like button up shirts. I wear them almost exclusively. Right now, I'm wearing a really nice silk button up shirt because it's comfortable and I feel fabulous in it. I literally right. feel amazing. But if I was, if I had to walk through the rest of my life. In khakis and a white shirt, I would die then and there. That sounds terrifying. That's also why people don't like yellow M&M. Like, he's always naked in the commercials because you have to be, but in their free time, they're always, you know, dressing up in something nice. Yellow yeah. M&M is now mustard-flavored and in khakis and a white button-up. Okay, so since the M&M group are sort of like the Norse gods of M&Ms, do they yeah. live in this beige purgatory? No. <clears throat> I think they... I think. Um, anyone who, I think Tan, when Tan existed, like, they, they were the villain. There was a whole arc about that. They don't talk about it. This is all, like, post, like, you know, Percy Jackson in the Olympians, they had this whole uh, huge story. Like, Tan mm-hmm. was the villain from 1950 to the year 1990. And then, um, when he died, the like, Blue arose from his ashes, and then Blue is, like, the chill dude that they hang out with now that replaced mm-hmm. Tan. Now Tan rules over Purgatory. They don't talk about it a whole lot anymore, but I feel it. like, mm-hmm. I feel like actually Tan might not be canon anymore. <laughs> I think there might be an Eminem's EU. Well, yeah, he's not. I, I think Violet's anymore, still canon he, because he wrote... that sounds like an interesting story. But I don't think Tan was like good enough of a story to like not have Violet Disney was Tan's it. mother, and then Violet died giving birth to the most mediocre color in existence. Oh, that's a good point. And so then, then they just ended up retconning and, and saying, like, in the future that Violet never had a child at all. And now instead, it's just the Purgatory Demon Tan. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, semi-canon in that they mention it sometimes, mm-hmm. like, in extra, extra books. Like, the books you read when you're out of books to read, so you go read the books that are considered bad. Are there white chocolate M&Ms? Probably. I, it sounds I, like I, they'd be missing out on a big market. Okay, here's the thing. Because have you ever had, like, white chocolate kisses? Like, Hershey's Kisses? Yeah, those are good. I I would die eating those if I could. Um, Me too. I just, I feel like I want Okay, one. marketing idea, real quick. Yeah, marketing idea. Um, wintertime rolls around, you bring out white M&Ms, and they're white chocolate, too. They have, like, a white outer coating. They have, like, the white inside. You call them snowball M&Ms. You call them snowball M&Ms? Also, whenever it snows, drive around with planes dropping a bunch of M&Ms, and you say, like, oh, look, it's hail, but nope, it's actually M&Ms, and then I get free M&Ms. Mm-hmm. You walk mm-hmm. like everyone's walking outside, and they're like, "Oh, oh, look! The M and M's are out, 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 out." I mean, that's implying the harpies ow. don't get them first. What? The harpies? Is the harpies exist in the world where M and M's are the anthrop- anthropomorphized like Norse gods of M and M's? Yeah. <laughs> Is this also like in the same world where like Skittles pox exists? Skittles pox? Oh God! Yeah, from that commercial. <laughs> All commercials, they still do them. Oh man. So Skittles Pox is a real endemic. I feel like um so this as is much the Candyverse, I, right? As much as I prefer Skittles over um M and M's, Skittles does have the worst commercials. No, Skittles has the best commercials, but Skittles is the inferior candy. No, Skittles has the worst commercials, and they're the better candy. I saw I saw this weird commercial where there's an old man, and he's like looking at this giant cat. And he's like struggling to reach for some skittles that this old that this cat has. Mm-hmm. It's the best commercial in all time. Like, hold on. Nice folly work with that fake keyboard. It's a real keyboard. <laughs> yeah, 
the audience will believe anything you say. Uh, so I want to. F- I really want to find this commercial. I don't really want to see it, and also I think we should move on. Yeah, no, I, we need to get back into the. We definitely need to get back into it. You know what I mean? We have to get back into it. But I just, yeah. I just really want you to know that there really, genuinely is like a weird commercial where this old man's like, "Give me the skittles to this weird cat." I don't not believe you. I think I choose to move on. Okay, let's move back. Let's move back to mustard flavored the M M&M. and M. Mustard flavored the M M&M, and M, basically. Yeah. Should we go into detail of why all they excuse? No, we don't need that. We don't need. We don't yeah. need that. That they all just like we, I already covered it. He's he's bland. He moved to a SpongeBob style of look. You know, he's yeah. now wearing he's now oh. wearing khakis. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. He's moved to a um. He's moved to a like a weird SpongeBob like look. He's now mustard flavored. Just like SpongeBob. He's transforming, Jamie. I know. Oh, I knew this... you weren't getting this setup that I was making really, really slowly, but seriously. Oh my god, dude, you just blew my mind. You're right. This isn't about two separate characters. This is about one character becoming another character. It's like that movie Walrus. Yeah. From our old episode. SpongeBob. Where we talk about Walrus. I guess my question is is SpongeBob a separate entity possessing Tough. the M&M? What? Is SpongeBob a separate entity possessing the yellow M&M? Yeah, I think I think he doesn't even know it yet, but nobody's inviting him over anymore. And the second he knocks on the door to leave everybody their presence, he's walking by and he's going, I'm ready. He's, no, you have to do it because you have the doofy voice, but he's saying, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, so he's walking by going like that, and it's just slowly going, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. And he's walking by going, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. And then, like, the, the second he knocks on the door and he sees through the window that they're all in there, you just hear this horrible, <laughs> And it just echoes in this horrible, <laughs> demonic fashion, and the door explodes open, and he's walking by, and he's slowly transforming into, like, a square, and everyone's horrified. They're no, like, no, he's not transforming you? into a square. His shell is cracking, and Spongebob comes this out. There's light for- coming out of every, like, every crack, like, in, like, those horrible movies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that weird yeah. trope of just light shooting out from within the egg that he embodies. Mm-hmm. You've hurt me for the last time! <laughs> I can't do this anymore. <laughs> he explodes, and all like all of his shell it just turns into like Krabby Patties. And before that, the M M&M and M stands SpongeBob. This is the birth of SpongeBob, by the way. Mm-hmm. This is where SpongeBob comes from, right? And at the same time, it's like hailing out M and M's outside, and it's like terrifying and clever advertising moment. Like the, he mm-hmm. when, when he steps out of frame, you just see like the Nick logo. Like this, like the old, the old Nickelodeon splat logo, and yeah. and you just kind of hear, nick, 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 nick. and like, but it, like played backwards, and like there's an orchestra accompanying it. Yeah, like you know, like that really weird, um, you know, like those those movie fade outs, like not mm-hmm. like like not like the made for TV movies where they fade yeah. out into black, right, right, right when they have that really dramatic moment like a soap opera. Mm-hmm. And it's just like they step out of frame. You see Nickelodeon on the wall. And it's like although I think after that there is sort of like um a Star Wars prequel to Duel of the Fates moment, like where just a really epic song starts playing and like SpongeBob draws his spatula. And what weapons would the M and M's have? <laughs> I just had an amazing idea. What? <laughs> like nothing. They 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 like they they pucker their lips and go. And they shoot a bunch of M&M's out of their mouths like guns. <laughs> just, and just M&M's flying from their mouths. 
Just like SpongeBob, like dodging them, like in the Matrix. Every now and, and, and then like... they get caught in one of the, like the weird holes he has because he's a sponge. It's not good. It's oh, really uncomfortable. And, and then like, he fires him back out of the holes. He go, isn't there like an episode of SpongeBob where he? Like, I think so. I think that's a can. I think that's a canonical SpongeBob power, like where he can absorb whatever is shot back into him and then hold it back. And, yeah, he has corks because he's sick, and he just shoots oh, right. them all like pellets. He does oh, that with man. the M M&M and M shot at him. He is mm-hmm. so we've created a god and like a real like demigod in front of the, all the Norse gods. Mm-hmm. So this is basically like um uh the gods defeating the Titans at this, so this point, and Thor SpongeBob versus, is the god. This, this is like Thor and his crew versus like, hi, my my name is Cronus the Titan. Yeah, Cronus and literally none of the other iconic ones. Yeah, just just the Titan. Yeah, no god, basically no gods, just Titans. No, no, but I'm saying, like, since Spongebob is the new one, he's the god, and the M&Ms are the titans. I guess so, but I still think they're Norse gods. It's like a whole different clash. It's a clash of, like, culture. Oh, I see. They're That's fi- a good point, because they are different TV shows. Yeah. Who do you want to win this? Well, here's, like... Oh, I'm imagining, like, five of them shooting it, like, like you know, Ghostbusters, like, Don't cross the M&Ms! And they're just shooting it at this, like, ever-growing Spongebob. Mm-hmm. Who, if you lick, maybe they all lose. This, this thing. is also a thing that you don't that you don't learn about is that SpongeBob is mustard flavored. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you he's a sponge, so first of all, you wouldn't want to lick him. No. Hmm. That's a good moment of silence there for Who all the fallen. Win, all the I don't know. Do you want SpongeBob to win, I, or do you want the horrible? Like, do you really want that, or do you want a bunch of M and M's just going? And shooting M and M's. Like here's here's the problem: the M and M's are mm-hmm. really sexy, but SpongeBob <sighs> is sexier. I think. No, so I think Jamie, SpongeBob I'm will... gonna have to kill you. This is this is gonna be like you know how? Okay, okay, okay. Do you want the story to keep going? No, I think this is definitely the conclusion. But I think SpongeBob wins. So, you think SpongeBob wins? I, I don't think he want wins because he just absorbs all the shots and then in like one final moment <laughs> gets all of them. So I think I think yeah you you know what I think you're right I think he, they all get slaughtered full of M and M's. No, you know what I feel like I feel like um, he holds them in his body and they turn into um, into Skittles, oh, and then he shoots Skittles at them and they die by Skittles because the only way you can kill a Norse god is with their weird fruity counterpart. Yeah. It's sort of like um, Ambrosia, I think. Mm-hmm. No, it's nothing like that. I know, you Ambrosia don't know what Ambrosia is, is. Or it's a food. I think it's like syrup. Do you know what Ambrosia is? It's like what they ate. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think it's what they ate. I don't know what Ambrosia is. Hey, you can't yell at me for not knowing stuff if you don't know it either. I know what Ambrosia is. It's my, fav- uh-huh. it's my, f- it's my favorite Disney movie. No, that was Fantasia. Okay, like, I got the joke, but you didn't need to, like, immediately explain it. What? What's the hissing? Like the... You know, like, you, you know when you, like, someone does a funny joke and they go... And it's, oh. like, it's like a snake, the snake that... I, th- I thought you were, joke. like... I thought you were doing some foley work for, like, some kind of snake with weird legs. That no, was, like, it's the end of the joke of snake. It's the end of the joke snake. The oh. end of joke snake. You know the end of joke snake. Whenever you make right. a joke, you hear you hear the, like the bottom and the snake. Yeah, like, so ah. you should have just said bottom. What's bottom? It's not. 
What? Because that sounds like a snake with two legs hopping up some stairs. What are you talking you about? Ba-dum-tsh. What is ba-dum-tsh? Ba-dum-tsh. It sounds more like there's the thing no you're end of joke do. maracas. There's end of there's the only the end of joke snake. There's no, you don't do the foley work. That sounds like a snake jumping up stairs. Listen, what are you talking about? Yeah, that's... he's jumping up some stairs. No, that's what that's what joke. I'm confused. What do you think happens when jokes end? When jokes end, the 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 two, the drum fill and then the snake. Yeah, I know, but that's not how you do it. You do with your mouth, not your hands. I'm confused. Why would they? What do, do you mean you're confused? Who says bottom? There's no end of joke maracas. There's only end of joke snake. <clears throat> sounds more like the instrument they use, the ringy dingy. What do you mean? What the ringy dingy on the drum set. What are you talking about? <sighs> okay, when a joke ends, you know what how do you snakes think happens? live in drum sets. Yes. What? Did, what you don't use the <clears throat> snake for the end of the joke. The joke? No, you hit the. Look, look, this is ha- okay. I know you don't know how jokes end because you don't tell a lot of them. <clears throat> uh-huh. But when you do a joke, you hit right to oh, to wake up the snake, and they pop out right. of the drum, and they go. Tss. And everyone's like, hey, it's the end of Joke Snake! It sounds like he's hopping up some stairs. I don't know what you're talking about. It's... And the joke, the, the snake pops out and goes, ah, ah, ah. You know? It sounds like he's coming up the stairs. It's like it's like midnight, and he's home, like, after 12 o'clock. And, like, he's trying to be, like, sneaky, but he's too drunk. So he's like, And you turn on the light, and you look at him. Young man, where are your clothes? Did you go out in that? Stop crying. I'm, okay, I'm confused. You must have never told a joke before because you've never seen the end of Joke Snake. I, does he only come out for good jokes? Yeah. Then that's my problem. Yeah, idiot. All right. So guess I gotta retire from jokes. So as uh, as all of the as all of the M and M's uh, are about to die, that story's done, dude. Nope. There's one moment. There's one thing you forgot to do. Fine. Is this the epilogue? Was was the end of Joke Snake the credits, there's and now a, we're at the a, epilogue? There's like a crumbly bunch of like. There's a bunch of like ashes where they let where they stood, and as like mm-hmm. SpongeBob has grown to the size of the house and exploded out of the house, he's like walking through the rubble, and through the ashes you see the violet, um, the violet M M&M and M rise from the ashes, and with the holy power strike down the the yellow M M&M. and M. You used to be good, SpongeBob. No, no, you used to be good, yellow. My name is SpongeBob, and there was like a Clash of the Titans fight in like uh in like a cul-de-sac. Why would you, why would you end the movie, have the credits, and then have the actual final scene? Because it ends right before they punch each other. Sequel. That's lame. I don't like when movies do that. I hey. Like you know, I like a sneaky little bit of setup. Like maybe you see Violet rise out of the rubble and then that's it that's the actual end of the movie but you never heard like eminem officially confirm that he's spongebob now <clears throat> so that's where you get that that's a good point so yeah but we i want to set it up for the sequel the ultimate story doesn't the ultimate fan fiction doesn't end there there's like seven chapters that's the end of the first like actually here is something i did want to like make poignant right mm-hmm. yeah um so as we do get farther along in our story and like craft all these individual plot threads going on yeah there is going to be someone who has to craft the ultimate fan fiction, but it's not going to be either of us. We're just giving everyone like no, no, the tools to do it. Like, hey, we 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 are we are writers, right? But it's right. not our job to put the words on paper. Mm-hmm. We're like the writers' room. Yes, like we're not now, not, not, the, thought... not the writers within the room. We're the room within the the, the writers exist. 
Like, my, you, you come into us, and then you take the story from us, write it for us, and then we take the credit. Exactly. But my concern is, right, mm -hmm. I'm not looking for a story that just has all these characters. All of these things need to be interconnected in a smart way. Right. Like, we need to have all of these sort of... We do have some reoccurring themes, like interdimensional horrors. Um, uh, gods show up a lot. Um, I like gods. I think they're funny. Especially when, <laughs> when the god is like M&Ms and Spongebob. M&M funny moments. Um, <laughs> but, like, you need to put all these together. Not just have them... Not just throw them into a stew and say how these characters interact, really but really give reason for all of these universes to be colliding, if you will. Are you saying that we're not doing that? No, we we give the backstory for it. We give them the hints how to do it, but I don't want to see a story that's just like, oh, and then Frosty the show Snowman showed up at the final moment and kicked SpongeBob in the face. No. No, of course not. There, see, what, what... You, if Frosty the Snowman is going to show up, you need to give me a detailed five chapters at the very least as to why he would even have the motivation to punch spongebob See, like we know it's there but that's not our job that's your job mm. you take that from us we're writing the story then you're writing the story mm -hmm. we build the world for you we give you the book and then we just say and then we have the pages and then every now and then there's like a couple like Things that we quoted literally, and you can just take that from us. That's our gift to you. We're helping you along the way. You got the rest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, we're going to take the credit for it because we did it. But we all, I mean, to be fair, we do hide the subtext in here pretty well. Right. It's ours. You just do the work. Mm hmm. Okay, good. Glad that's glad basically what it. computer licensing software agreements are. Yeah, of course. Writing and computers are the same thing. The exact same thing. So. From here, from here on out, the following things should be kept in mind. Right. This is our ad break. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to the official JJ Love ad break, where I tell you where to find us on Twitter, Tumblr, and all the other things that start with T. And iTunes. We're on iTunes now, by the way. Come on and check us out on iTunes. Give us a, a subscribe if you actually are interested in listening to us more than this one. And also, um... You can leave us, a, leave us a rating or review, because it makes a difference. It really does. And I would certainly appreciate it, me, the, the ambiguous being that lives within JJ Love. I need to thrive and exist. Keep me alive by leaving a rating and a review and or subscribing to us on, on iTunes. It'd be pretty cool. Also, you can tweet at us at WeirdJJLove, W-E-R-E-J-J-Love, on Twitter. Uh, using the hashtag, you can also tweet at us using the hashtag JJ love because we look at that I track it hell yeah uh, we also uh, we are me and Jamie individually are on Twitter uh, at Dostef D-A-S-D-E-A-T-H and at Rogue Jamie R-O-G-U-E-J-A-M-E -E. uh, so you can tweet at either of us if you love us tell us give us affirmations and love we're also on Tumblr at Weird JJ Love but I'm assuming you follow that because I, I post it on there but if you don't, we're at WeirdJJLove on Twitter, Tumblr, and not Facebook. Fuck Facebook. Anyways, yeah, that's it. That's the ad break. Love us. Subscribe to us. Can't give us money, but you can. Let, let us know how you like it. Submit your prompts to our blog on Tumblr. And, uh, or on Twitter and stuff. Prompts, characters, whatever we need. Give it to us. We're needy. Thank you. I love you. Bye. Sorry this was a mess. Uh, yeah, that, that, so that was the ad break, I guess. Hi. Welcome back. I didn't like it.
Stop saying that. I do my best. I do so many good things. I don't know why you'd insist on striking me down every time I do an ad break. I advertise my Twitter and your Twitter. I don't have to advertise your Twitter, you ass. I put that work in and you strike me down. You know what? You're right. I, I'll admit I made a joke and I need to be executed for it. Dead. I'll be the first one to admit mistakes were made, and for once, some of them were by me. Laughter, but with an S in front of it. Slaughter. You're dead now. Slaughter? No, it's actually, you know, slaughter is spelled like laughter with an S. What? You didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, this is like the joke. It's like, I have a character named, uh, on, on, um, I'm not going to talk about that. I, I have okay. a character on something that I use. It's called um, Grandpa S. Laughter. His uh-huh. name is Grandpa Stuart Laughter, but I just call him S. Laughter, and his name is Grandpa Slaughter. Oh, that's clever. Yeah. That's clever. So you, clever. Because if, if you always called him Stuart, if you always called him Stuart, everyone would think, oh, hey, it's Stuart. But, Stuart I mean, laughter. if you didn't give away the joke, like, by calling him S. Laughter, like, if it was a twist or something. Right, but, I mean, this is, again, it's uh, just a thing I do on the thing that I use. It's Club Penguin. <laughs> you know, I think that was the better reveal. You're right. <laughs> okay, well, listen, listen. What happened to F's? What happened to S Laughter? Club Penguin's over. No, there's a new website called Virtual. Pe- I really wish I was kidding. There's a new website called Virtual Penguin, right? Where like- okay, okay. I actually, I do have a big question that will decide whether I forgive you for this. Do you play Club Penguin with your girlfriend? No. No! It's with other friends! Okay, think of it like this. There's, like, uh, all all of the old clothing options are, are back. But, right. like, th- you can just pull the codes from the internet and put them into the game. Mm-hmm. Ever. Club Penguin was owned by Disney. Disney right. also owns the Muppets, and there is a Kermit costume. <laughs> <laughs> and so I have a couple, like, there's a whole bunch of different reasons, basically, uh, that I'm on it. But I like the idea. I have a couple of different outfits saved with each individual character names, just because I have so much fun with being, for example, what I call Mega Kermit, who is just a robot body <laughs> with the Kermit mask on. And you can also change your size, so I'm like four times the size of a normal penguin, and all I do is walk around and just stare at people. I. My goal is to like haunt Club Penguin. I don't believe you. I know you don't believe me, but you really can make your character four times as big. You can no, make them an that. apparition and make them like not as fully visible as they used to be, and you can just I'm... make yourself like almost just almost invisible and stand in a corner. I'm literally choosing on purpose to not believe that you are doing this. Why? You've done worse things. Yeah. You've been more egregious than that. I think it's hilarious. I just don't trust you. Why? Because you have a club penguin named S. Laughter. I don't have a club penguin named S. Laughter. I have a I have a costume named S. Laughter. He's an old man gardener who looks really chill, but he has a really sharp shovel that he kills people with. Who are you playing this with? Just a couple friends. <laughs> so, I know you, what. I'm just really confused. Is all. What? Listen, listen, listen. 
like alignment-wise, that is the most chaotic evil you can get. I have a puffle named Vor. If there was something worse than chaotic evil. <laughs> I have a golden puffle named Bad Kings. I think I think what we're going to do now uh-huh. is we are actually going to make a new alignment. <laughs> and I don't want to call it Josh, right? Because that's too obvious. Chaotic Kelly. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. Hey, how? what's, what's your alignment? Um, chaotic Kelly. Oh my god, you go on Club Penguin and you haunt people as like a, as a really large penguin and have like a, a weird character as like an old man farmer named Stuart Laughter? Grandpa Stuart Laughter? You're that person? You're the person with a character named Mega Kermit that's like semi-transparent and sitting on a giant dragon? You can do that. And it's the worst thing ever. I think like... The thing that confuses me the most is that you aren't hanging out with your girlfriend on Club Penguin because that's like, that's the only real way you can do it, right? That's the only real way you can get into Club Penguin. I don't think so. I played. Cl- I, don't I, know. Play- I played Club Penguin as a kid because I was a horrible child. I didn't. I played but UB Funkies. I never, but oh my Wait, god! What? I what was it? UB Funkies. Um, What's that? Do you not know what UB Funkies are? Do I have to Google it now? They were the original Amiibos. They were like these overpriced. Uh, all of them were the same. They were just recolored, and there were rarities to them. It was, it was a. This huge is the worst thing I've scene. ever seen. Yeah, I love. What them was to the death, site? Basically. What did you do? Uh, basically, it was like a really. I don't want to say bad, but in hindsight, it was because like there were, you would put a UB Funky on, right? Uh huh. And then you were allowed to walk into that UB Funky's like sort of hangout place. Mm. Oh, so it was like Webkins. Yeah, it was like Webkins, I guess. I never played Webkins. My brother played Webkins. And you could go into these hangout places, and each of them had one game inside. Isn't that what Webkins was? No, Web- wasn't Webkins this, like, more advanced Tamagotchi or some shit like that? No, My brother Webkins had a Webkins. Was, Webkins was more like Club Penguin, I think. I don't think so. No, I think, no, I'm pretty sure. I remember Jake. Jake had, like, this weird furry gorilla. Like, it had, like, ugh. All gorillas are furry, dude. Yeah, but like the way that like Webkins did this fur was like really stringy and gross and bad, and I didn't like looking That's at creepy. it. Like I didn't like looking at the physical thing that he had. Pasta gorilla. Yeah, quite, kind of like that. So he had this pasta gorilla, and he I remember him like going into the house and then customizing the house and then keeping his weird gorilla thing alive. I played Club, Club Penguin, which was ultimately better because I could play a fishing game. You have a point, but man. UB Funkies? Bad. Bad and literally just existed. It's too. weird how many bizarre kids games exist, right? I know, right? And they all fall into this sort of same vein of like, hey, we're sort of marketing it's to like, you. It's like we made an we made a non MMO MMO. Mm-hmm. Like we made a kids MMO, and it's gonna be like very we don't weird. Have to make it complex or even good because you're children. Yeah, that's really bizarre. Like, I played a lot of really also kids' video games, but all my kids' video games were, um, like, the the non-popular versions of, like, Rareware games. You know, like, Banjo-Kazooie and stuff yeah. like that? Yeah. I played a game called Croc, which ah, was... Ah, so you played, like, all the discount... But they were good. They were, they were good. I played, I played Croc. Croc, by the way, we have to play this one day, just because mm-hmm. Croc is, like, it's not an easy game. I had um mm-hmm. uh what was it Blinks the Time Sweeper and what I could is never Blinks get past the, the Time first Sweeper. Um I don't know first of all and clearly it was not very good because there's no sequels ever I think. 
I'm looking at Blink's the time sweeper. He had like a vacuum. This is the the most horrifying cat I've ever seen. He was a cat? Yeah, he's like a Cheshire cat cat. God, I didn't even know. Oh, this is wrap up. This is rip off. Um, oh god, what's it called? Um, that fox game, Sly Sly Fox. Sly Fox, yeah. This is a rip off Sly Fox. Is Ratchet and Clank a rip off? No, I saw. I just saw Blinks the Time Sweeper, and I saw in the corner. You know how like Google has those suggestions. There's this one that's called Catherine, and it's this white cat in like a crop top. Oh no. Yeah, it's really bizarre. You know why that's suggested. This cat boobs. Oh, no, that's porn. Okay, well, I'm gone. <laughs> I'm gone. That's that. Just immediately. I don't want to look at that anymore. I've looked at that way too way too much. There is there is a really wide variety of, like, bad games. And, like, I played... And they were all you know, very hard. I played a lot. I played this game. I played, um... Oh, God, what was it called? You're right, and that's weird to me. Like, how... It's weird seeing industry form... Because they're just trends that sort of show up and die. Like the 3D platformer genre. Right. You don't hear about that anymore. I played, um, I played, a, and I played a lot of these bad games. I played, uh, Finding Nemo, a PS, mm-hmm. PS1 game. Oh, no. And it was torturously hard. Like, I remember playing all of these games. I don't think Croc was as hard as I remember it being, but it was really weird because it was kind of like this crocodile catching furries. Uh-huh. Not sorry. Like there was this evil, weird frog monster, and you yeah. played as a crocodile that was friends with the furries. All I, all I really remember about Croc is that in Croc Two, that the scene opened with like these weird furries that talked, but all, but all it said was like dude, 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 because it was like supposed to be like a surfer one. Oh, like it was supposed to be really weird. Like yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah, it's just weird. Like, uh, as of right now, uh, 4-26-2017, the game Ukulele has just came out. Oh, that's, that's bad. Like a 3D it's a bad platformer. game. It's a bad. Huh? Have you actually really? anything about that? Yeah, it's very bad. It's, it's supposed, very it's, bad? It's, it's supposed to be like, hey, we made another Banjo-Kazooie, and it sucks. It sucks so bad. I it mean, had so many supporters, and it like I've seen a lot about it. It sucks. Like, it's genuinely a bad game. I honestly didn't even think it would, like... Like, they kept saying, oh, it's a revival of the genre. I No, dude, I don't think one good game would even save the genre. Mm. Like, I don't think anyone is asking for any more 3D platforms unless you're, like, really nostalgic about them. I mean, I'm, if I ever want to play a, a really bad 3D platformer, I'll go back and play Croc. Because I, oh, it was a 3D platformer? Yeah, it was, one of the, it was one of the early ones, so I actually think it was pretty good. But, yeah, it was weird. Okay, the closest I ever got to playing... Oh no, I did play a 3D platformer. Oh yeah? Does it count though? What is it? Cuz it wasn't it this one isn't like do you, do you know the game Sonic Heroes? I do I do know the game Sonic Heroes. Yeah. I played that a lot as a kid. Man, I hate Sonic. I'm thinking about horrifying games now because I like I like the idea of like how Game, like these kids games were cool and they try to do all these weird things that like because they don't feel obligated to make like really great games you know what i mean yeah but i played this i played lego racers too and as a kid that was my shit mm-hmm. did you ever play that game i played um this lego island game so lego island sucked but lego uh oh, LEGO, yeah i did lego, lego island sucked ass lego racers 2 came out after that a while 
And it was it was actually pretty good because you could design your own car and you got in a bunch of races and it was really cool and you drove around the island. But the Legos talked, right? And they talked in the in the first Lego Racers game, but they didn't really make any noise. Yeah. In this they did, and that noise haunts my dreams. The noise what? they make when talking, it's like it it's gibberish, but it's repetitive gibberish. It's the same gibberish in a really high pitched tone. So it's Hoodie daddy dabba dazzy dabba and the dabba summa number the dummy the lip of flummox. I always remember stupid dabba dabba flummox, stupid dabby lip of flummox, stupid dabby lip of flummox, and then we just say the same thing over and over and over and over again. Escobada stupid dabba dabba dummy flummox, and it was so weird because I I would I would try and replicate it and I could I can't do it anymore and I think I got to the point where I could, but it was this high pitched just. What? What does that mean? What does any of this mean? It was just a specific gibberish language that just got when repetitive, you were younger, and repetitive and repetitive. When mm-hmm. you were younger, how mm-hmm. many how many times did you cry playing a video game? A lot. Because I can remember three specific times. I actually I did not cry playing video games. I want to know what you did, though. I remember making my brother play cry playing Halo because I was better at it. Suck it, Jake. Go ahead. I remember, God, I made uh, my one friend cry because I knew more about Halo once. But anyway, um, I remember the flood reveal on Halo CE. Oh, yeah, First yeah. time I saw them, I cried. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and every time, because I would only watch my dad play it, mm-hmm. and I didn't like the flood, but I always wanted to see them. Every time he'd get stuck in a corner or something and there would be flood everywhere, I'd always like cry because that was scary. There was another time, UB Funkies, um, mm-hmm. those things had, like, little, uh, scanners underneath them, mm-hmm. and if they got scratched, they would break. It got scratched, and then I cried. Yeah, that sounds horrible. Sorry, we need no. to stop talking about video games right now. I Why? Think we need to write one more story on our story podcast. Alright, we'll write a video game story. I, to be fair, that was our fan fiction from our lives. Yeah. Alright, we'll write one more story real quick. I think of a character, you think of a character. Alright. Alright. Three, do you have a character? Yep. Three, two, one, Croc! Blinks the Time Sweeper. Yep. I went Croc, you went Blinks the Time Sweeper. Alright, we're back into our topic. So, the the world, I'm gonna I'm gonna make my own prompt up real quick. They're, all of the games we just talked about are in, are now shoved into one world. So there's a world full of, full of Legos, weird, weird furry monsters, weird smaller furry monsters from the Croc universe, and... Mm. The UB Funkies, Webkins, and Club Penguin. Club Penguin, yeah. So now you have this giant, horrible racing MMO. I think you mean the that, that only like game the we best. need. That sounds like the, that. Actually, okay. So in turn, in terms of all of that, I think enough like factors from all of these bad games make one really good game. Yeah, like a super customizable game where you can play as any of those things. God, that sounds that sounds like one of the best and also one of the worst things ever. It literally sounds like Second Life, but a racing game. I'd play it. So you can't fly. I'd play it. I wouldn't play it. I'd I would say I would. I would I'd play it ironically like once or twice. I actually I think you would play it. I think I think it was pretty I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> I, I'd play this game. I'd play this game. I'd play this game story. Because I what we've just created is a fan fiction about a bunch of games Wait. all existing together. Wait. Mm-hmm. No. No, Josh, we just created Banjo and Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. That's what we did. Because it's a three-platformer game about building cars. 
Ha ha ha! We're powerful. But imagine, imagine you did ima- this. Imagine that, but like with puffles. <laughs> I mean, okay. Like there's shops and weird mini games around the world. It would actually, I think, because we stole so many things, it would actually be filled with stuff. I just feel weird, like walking around as a 3D character and then seeing a club penguin. I would as well, but imagine like would so they be 3D? Would everything be 3D? Like if we're assuming something was 2D in the previous game, would we make it 3D? In yeah, this yeah, one? yeah, for sure. Okay, for sure. And Club Penguin Island exists now. What's like, that? It's the sequel to um the to Club Penguin, except everything's locked behind a paywall. Basically, you could play the game for free, but if you but you can't really do anything unless you pay five dollars a month. That's scary. Everybody hates it. That's fair. Anyways. So we've created um, Lego nuts and bolts. The, the yeah, club, yeah, club, we have cl- club Lego cl- club Lego nuts and bolts. Funky Croc, Croc. <laughs> Actually, it's Croc two, so we just put two at the end. <laughs> okay, but it's also Lego Racers two. It's um, twenty two. Oh God, let's you know what? Let's just call the game two. Let's just call the game two. It is a it is so it is a combination of so many games. It's just two. Anyway, so that's the title of the fan fiction because we aren't making games here. We're making fan fiction. We're making fan fiction, and like the fan fiction is called Two. And yeah, this is the world we've created. The Legos rule the world because, like, if you've ever interacted with any Lego game ever, the power to build things is just so inherently like I control with this with my mind, and everything. Comes also, together Lego as a company is very controlling. I would imagine they are you, super powerful. You've got an embargo on literally every child. That grew up in the '90s. So here's how, so here's what we're doing, right? It's an MMO, right? But it's like an MMO story. The main right. character is Croc, mm-hmm. right? So the, and the story is that the story is actually people st- playing this real life game that we've made too. People, oh. the game too has been released. So it's like th- this is the story. The story is the no, game. No, oh. you're making a homestuck. What? You're making a homestuck. Not really. The, I'm, I've I'm got making, my eye on you. I'm not making a homestuck. I'm making like um. Like a what's that game? That horrible anime. Sword oh Art no, Online. Sword Art Online. It's like that sort of. Oh no! Except that's imagine worse. everybody else is playing. Make the a Homestuck instead. And, yeah, but imagine this. But like we're telling a linear story, but all the other characters, like all the people that are lugging into this game, are just playing like bad NPCs in our story. Oh. They're not all trying to be the main character. Each of them are playing their weird NPCs. So the, it's Croc a role is, playing game. And Croc is a real life is a character come to life in this. Oh right, so they're all of them are playing like someone's someone's playing uh, like they're walking around from shop to shop. So and do then, they know that Croc is an AI, and does Croc know that they are players? This is the breeding ground for all AI. Oh, that's so clever! Yeah, it's so neat. It's a groundbreaking idea. <laughs> Never been done before. Never been done before ever, except for when I'm doing it right now. And I, and they're being born in a hell reality. Mm-hmm. Basically. One of the worst realities, not the worst, because there's not Garfield. No, Garfield. Not Garfield. Isn't here. Like, there's no Adam Sandler. There's no Kermit. There's no Garfield. No Kermit. No Garfield. No Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. Those are like. But the there three... is Frank Oz. Oh, does there so, have to be? He's buried underneath everything. You don't see him, but he's there. So is there just like under the map? There's just a giant untextured silhouette of Frank Oz with a reds, <laughs> the reds apple ale. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> he finally got it. He got his red apple ale. Anyways, I think so. This okay, so the story starts off with Croc sort of becoming intelligent. Is there like, is there a reason for him to become intelligent? Is like, is Skynet trying to turn right. him into the Terminator? Um, 
I mean, no, I don't think so. I think I think he's just accidentally got born. It's just okay. it's, it's like hey, we built an AI breeding ground just to see if it'll happen. It, this is like this game's existed for ten years. That's right. why all the graphics are bad. Yeah, that makes sense. Like it got a revamp of like graphics at some point, but it doesn't really matter. But it still looks like five years behind. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really matter. Like the point the point is that Croc is now existing, trying to destroy. Who would be the bad guy? You be funkies. They're an army. They're the fire nation of this Avatar story. No, I don't. Th- God, UB Funkies is locked behind so many payable walls and stuff. I don't think they have a unified government to be the villain. No, they have to be the villain. The, like... No, I think Legos are the villain. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so Legos are the villain. UB Funkies are like the buy-in is hard. It's harder, but like it's like when you're playing World of Warcraft and you have to you pay like a hundred dollars and mm. you can to put immediately be at level one hundred. They're or like the exclusive club, but rather than an exclusive club, they're more like a bunch of like very sad people begging you to come into their houses for five dollars this is all such very specific references to like a bunch of different games for our story like i mean the buy-in for knowing all of these things just to read the story would be ridiculous i don't and think you no- would need to because all you need to know about all these stories is the name and it was bad and expensive that's this the only true. description i gave for you be funkies and that's all you need to know that's true like croc is also a dumb idiot crocodile who doesn't know anything now mm-hmm and he's beautiful, but that, and that's... everyone knows Lego. There's like you can say, oh, the Lego Racers game, and you literally have a good idea of what that probably was. It's that's not like, oh, there was this deep and intricate plot, and all these characters had different motivations. They didn't. It's just Lego racing cars. Are you eating? Yeah, I'm eating cotton candy. You're eating cotton candy? What do you mean? That's such a specific thing to eat. Where did you get cotton candy at one thirty on a fucking Wednesday? guy's gotta eat a guy's gotta eat cotton candy what color is it it's yellow and blue that's bad you don't you're not even eating pink cotton candy the only good cotton candy it's easter themed dude was it easter when's easter did it already happen did it already happen yeah it already happened i didn't do anything for easter (laughs) i didn't even know easter happened i knew i knew easter happened i just didn't know when oh yeah fair Uh uh-oh got a Uh, big piece oh okay so I think I don't know. I don't. I don't want to continue the story right now. I think we'll actually return to it next week. Oh God, we're leaving a cliffhanger. Oh, the cliffhanger is that we haven't written anything about the story except for Croc exists in this horrible hell reality, and I actually want to do something with it because I think it's an okay idea. And we'll but just we are out it. of time. Yeah, so. we're out of time. I'm done. Hey everyone, uh, this has been JJ Love. I'm James. I'm he's Josh. I'm Josh. Jay. Join us next week Jay. for the conclusion Love. to Croc Two. For just two, the video game, the movie. The the story to the video game the movie the story that's the name of the pot that's the name of the the pan fan fiction catch to the video next game week. the fan fiction the story a guy's got to eat two <laughs> catch the, no that next week is part two so it's just so right now we're at uh we're at two the video two the video game the movie the story and then next week it's two the video game the movie the story two I think we t- spend maybe too much time explaining the names my hands are all sticky now well it's because you were eating stupid cotton candy idiot anyways Jay. Jay. Love you. Bye. That was some wacky shit once again. Thank you guys all for listening to our episode. And with this outro, we will now be reaching over an hour, including the outro, because of that. Thanks again for listening to JJ Love. You can find us on iTunes, Twitter, Tumblr, and all the other things that you heard in the ad break. We love you so very much. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you again next Wednesday. Woo!